My Gay Expose podcast, currently sitting at number 17 of the top 200 best LGBTQ plus podcasts of all time. That's right, bitches. You didn't hear wrong. That is actual fact. Wow. Really? Just like that. Just like that, everything's just open? Are you sure? So you're telling me I can go back to a bar, get really messy, start dancing with some unattractive guy on the dance floor, and get incriminating photos of me making out with him from my friends the next day once again? Wow. Okay, let's go. June 15th, 2021. A day that I think we all in the state of California have been waiting for for far too long now. It's the date that basically all of our COVID-related restrictions are basically being completely and entirely lifted in regards to six feet apart, mask wearing, and all of that like indoor 25% full not full wait in line bullshit. But listen, here's the thing. Now that we're here, now that we've passed the 15th of June and we're kind of getting back to a place where we are trying really hard to remember what it once was to not wear a mask, to just walk into a random grocery store uninhibited and not have to wait in line for 25 plus minutes before you actually go and get your groceries. And now, now that everything is reopening once again, and you walk down the street and you see a line around the corner to the movie theaters. You walk past that restaurant and see that all of those tables that were once pulled out to remain six feet apart from all the other guests are now put back where they once were. And by the way, The restaurant is completely full. You walk by that gym that at one point was being done outside and is now fully inside, fully unmasked. And by the way, the showers and the saunas are fully opened and pretty confident that so many guys are going to the gym once again, not to work out, but to have a good time in the showers like we once did so long ago. But now, now that everything's fully open and we see all of the commercials as we watch TV to endorse all of the theme parks that are now once again open to the public, how do we get our minds back to that place where we can once again, I guess, get back to the way things once were? But what is the way things once were? Because, I mean, I don't even really remember what that even was. And then you scroll onto Instagram and see all the bars and all the clubs in your area, fully packed, fully full, and all of the drag queens that you see that weren't touring the world are now touring the world and taking any gig they can get once again. And how do we get ourselves to mentally get back to that place where we can join our friends once again in those fully packed bars and clubs. So sit back, relax, put on that condom, or pop your prep pill, and let's 
hop into all the doors flung wide open and inviting all of us out to that post-vaccinated and fully open nightlife once again. You are now listening to My Gay Expose podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, and podcast host who's based out of San Francisco, California. Officially, the very last day of June. In other words, let's say farewell to Pride Month. And I want to say happy Pride Month for one last time, but also remember that just because Pride Month is over doesn't mean that we can't display our pride. Ronnie Washburn here, and welcome back to My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's episode, we discuss what it's actually going to be like to revisit how things once were in our lives and how we re-implement that once were scenarios before COVID back into our post-COVID and newly reopened to the world, state of mind. We'll talk about all the COVID-related restrictions that basically have been lifted and what I've observed around my city, how people are reacting back and forth because there's still all kinds of debate about what we should and shouldn't be doing even still. How we kind of mentally come to terms with the fact that we're actually open just like that. And just like that, we don't have to do all of the things that we once did to protect ourselves for the last like fucking year and a half. And how do we get back to that mindset where we can go into a club and basically party our asses off on a Friday night with our friends like we once did? Unmasked and basically shoulder to shoulder like a herd of cattle. And I have to tell you, it's only been a couple of days and all of the bars and clubs in my area have been packed. But first, before we ritualistically grab our mask that we've been wearing for the last year and a half and throw it in the fireplace and close our eyes and just breathe in and breathe out and savor that moment because we've been waiting so long to get to this place right here, right now. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, 
I didn't fully understand. Or once I re-listened through, I was like, ugh, fuck. What the hell was I even saying? That definitely merits a re-expose. And this week, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I totally get it. A C-shaped dick can curve to the left. You guys, I am so beyond floored. This is so funny how all of this played itself out. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, a DM full of dick pics, there was one specific part of the episode where I stated that according to some information that I had pulled up, that a C-shaped dick, which to be like it's the dick that curves like a C, like either a supposedly only to the right. Okay, listen, this specific article said that no C-shaped dick can curve to the left. So I actually asked because I was honestly curious. And apparently, not only did I get a DM full of dick pics, just like the name of the specific episode, <laughs> but apparently I was proved wrong by so many different people that I, to be honestly, regret saying any of that shit. And I retract. The left curved C-shaped dick angle. So please <laughs> stop sending me all of your left curved C-shaped dicks. Or actually, I mean, just continue because I literally have never had such a full DM of dick pics in my entire life. Ooh, okay, so I was wrong. So sorry. Moving on, C-shaped dicks do. Officially, curve to the left. I also this week had somebody reach out via DM. Ugh, okay, so here's the thing. I have to kind of come to terms with the fact that I understand that there are new listeners coming on to the show on a regular basis. So I don't expect all of you to understand my full-on history in regards to <laughs> whatever the fuck my personal life is. But I had someone specifically ask like a paragraph-esque long question regarding like me continuously talking about my boyfriend, but also talking about having sex with other guys. So as I've stated so many times on this show, and if you want more information, you can always go back into the archives and search for specific <laughs> titles in episodes to revisit. My boyfriend and I are in an open relationship. So what that means for those not in the know, this is a very common thing in San Francisco. Sometimes I have to kind of take a step back and realize that even though like for me, like knowing that this is like a common thing in the city that I live in, I have to realize that in some areas of other parts of the world, this might not be such a common thing. So my boyfriend and I are committed to each other. We're partners. We've been together for two plus years, but we both have sex with other guys outside of our relationship on a pretty regular basis. So if you don't fully understand it, um, I guess just Google it. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, I think people have a hard time understanding this concept, which 
it's fucking 2021 and there's so many other things out there within the LGBTQ plus community that are harder for me to understand as a 40 year old individual <laughs> that this to me is pretty basic, pretty understandable. And to be honest with you, like my boyfriend and I are committed, but we fuck other guys outside of our own bedrooms. So just officially solidifying that because ugh, this person was very <laughs> adamant about not quite understanding any of those specific details. <laughs> so there you go, folks. Ronnie Washburn is in an open relationship. And one of my favorite things to do in this world is go have new random sex. And the sex with my boyfriend just so happens to be just as good, if not better, because there's this weird mindset thing going on where you're into the guy committed and all of that shit that sometimes I feel does make the sex with my boyfriend often better than that random guy that lives around the corner on the street, like behind me from Grinder. And last but most certainly not least for this week's re-expose segment. <laughs> uh, alongside all of those C-shaped to the left dick pics that have filled up my DMs are all <laughs> these questions and inquiries on my brand new show, Ronnie Your Mouth with Ronnie, a new podcast in which I will well, basically run my mouth right alongside a new guest each and every week. So beyond excited about this, you guys, I can't wait to launch the first episode. And it's all still in the developmental process. We started promotion this week on Instagram at Running Mouth Ronnie. That's Instagram.com slash Running Mouth Ronnie. So check it out when you get the chance and don't forget to follow. More information on the show will be revealed coming soon. And I'm so beyond excited. And you guys, I wish so bad that I could tell you who actually is on this guest list because it's going to be a doozy. And I don't even think you have any fucking clue what you're in for in regards to what this show is about to bring to the Ronnie Washburn podcasting table. So excited. Stay tuned. More information coming soon. So before we renew our gym membership, because after all, the gyms are open and the showers are open. So you basically go in, pretend to run on the treadmill for like 10 minutes and then go what you actually really came to go in for, the fun in the showers. First, let's hop into this week's Hot Gay Gas Expose. Welcome to this week's Hot Gay Goss Expose, where we try and find topics of conversation that one might find relevant and or pertinent to today's gay society, or just shit that I want to talk about because it's my show. <laughs> and this week, 
Woo! Brittany, 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 Brittany. Um, unless you live under a rock, you know that Brittany basically broke her silence, like, officially in the courtroom in regards to, like, what's going on behind the scenes with this conservatorship. Ugh, I don't know if you've heard it. I listened to the entire thing. I really don't know how I feel about it, to be quite honest with you. I mean, I know she wants to get out of the conservatorship just to, you know, probably, I assume, take over her financial situation once again. And I get that there's this whole thing that, you know, it's really not fair that she's having to pay, like, her dad's lawyer fees and all those fucking bullshit things of that nature that are kind of coming to light publicly. But to be quite frank with you, <laughs> I'm so glad Britney's not a public speaker because if you heard this specific speech that she gave, it was very planned out, very rehearsed, and I kind of feel like, based on what I know from Britney Spears, that she basically, like, I'm sure got somebody to write that goddamn speech for her. But the thing is, there were moments where I kind of felt that it was really a little too extra. Like when she's talking about her family and how they put her on lithium and made her perform. And to be quite honest with you, that totally 100% explains all the Instagram crazy that we've been experiencing from Britney Spears over the course of the last few years. But Cher officially came out, I think it was on Twitter, and she was like, yeah, I've been drugged just like that to perform, so I know exactly what she's going through. So, I mean, I, there's so many parts of this speech that I felt were legitimate, but also maybe a little over-exaggerated to sort of put a focus on how she's being, I guess, mistreated. And I mean, ugh, uh, listen, I'm all for Britney getting out of this conservatorship. I do feel the rules that dictate this specific situation are kind of outdated. And I don't really feel like anyone thought that this was going to get this big. But we'll just have to see how everything kind of plays itself out moving forward. And check it out online if you haven't. She, like, sometimes there were parts I was like, girl, can you read? <laughs> it was such a hot mess. But, I mean, I'm all for Britney getting what she really needs out of this whole thing. But that begs the question, what the actual fuck are in those sealed medical documents? What do we actually think happened that made this conservatorship play itself out over the course of the last fucking 13 years. This basically has been going on since my son was been alive, like for most of his life. This is kind of ridiculous, a little outdated, and ugh, I'm all for Britney getting her life back in the way that she needs for it to be. She seems very unhappy. She seems like she's hiding a lot, and I just for her health's sake, really hope we can get past all of this. It was so funny too. <laughs> Throughout the speech, she kept saying, I think she said it like four or five different times. I just want to ride in my car with my boyfriend. 
or I just, what was it? Like, I just want to ride in my boyfriend's car. Like, she actually not allowed to ride in her boyfriend's car? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, here's to Brittany moving forward, getting out of this conservatorship, getting a little bit more happy, and being able to ride with her boyfriend in his car. <laughs> oh, God. And now let's segue into this week's RuPaul recap. As many of you know, I am one of the biggest RuPaul fans of all time. So All Star 6 just dropped with two episodes, which I was a little confused about because why were there two episodes? I mean, I'm not questioning that, but like, that's fine. But why? I just, it, I don't get it. But this whole Paramount Plus thing, I think is just a little confusing. Most people who, you know, do this whole Rue thing don't have Paramount Plus, I guess. So like my boyfriend was like complaining. He's like, all the people that I watch RuPaul's Drag Race with don't have Paramount Plus. So what the hell are we supposed to do? So I downloaded it and I'm like, all right, like, here we go. Let's add this to the list of all the other fucking streaming services I've paid for or am paying for. It's kind of a little bit redonkulous. But here's the thing, like Paramount Plus actually has every single season of RuPaul's Drag Race ever. So I actually was able to kind of go back and rewatch some of the seasons that I never actually watched. Like I never actually watched seasons 9 through 12. So it was really kind of nice to, you know, not only take a gander at this new season 6 All-Stars but also to basically revisit some of the old RuPaul moments. But that being said, in season six of All Stars, there's this huge outpouring of people online who I guess are coming for Ru because they think that, I, I, mean, I don't know if Jasmine Masters started all of this bullshit back in season 13, but there's this whole like new notion that these Ru seasons are rigged. So in other words, like Rue kind of has in her mind who she wants to kind of go through the motions of continuing through the show. But like everyone's going after Jan. They think that Jan should not have been safe. This whole notion of Jan not being safe is really kind of fucking crazy if you think about it, because I think Jan is one of the best competitors in this cast. I mean, Ugh, I mean, I'm over Yara Sophia. I would, I just want her to go home. I, I just really just don't know how to wrap my mind around this cast, honestly. So we're just going to have to see how all this shit plays itself out. But I have this weird feeling that Jen is going to be the season six All-Stars winner. Mark my words right here, right now, or at least top three. <laughs> and spoiler alert. Jiggly Caliente goes home, but <laughs> as we see in true RuPaul form, it looks like she will be back to the show next week. So stay tuned each week because I will be recapping All Stars 6 on this specific Hot Gay Goss segment each and every week.
So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation that just so happens to have a very open, wide undertone, first, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. What is the very first thing you will do that you have not been able to do for the past year plus and why so let's get those answers now michael said i can't wait to get travel back into my life paul said even though i've been fully vaccinated for quite a while now I think that my mind just has a really hard time just jumping right back into many of the ritualistic habits that I used to have, including having sex with guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's actually the one thing I think that I had no problem jumping right back into. No pun intended. Daniel says, as a creature of habit, it takes me a while to get back into a new routine. And now that my new routine for the last year and a half plus has been jerking off to gay porn, now I just don't know how to tell that guy who just hit me up on Grinder that I'm coming over to his house and am I supposed to still do this? Or can I just continue to jerk off to porn? <laughs> This is a close friend of mine, and this bitch is a slut, so I'm betting money that he actually will end up at some grinder guy's place sometime soon. <laughs> Marvin says, I'm actually glad that we removed all the mask restrictions because honestly, going to a bar or a restaurant, for example, and having to wear a mask inside and then sitting at the table with someone else and then being allowed to not have your mask on while in the restaurant just really didn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I guess I see your point. <laughs> Kevin said, I'm having a really hard time now that we're going back to normal with the idea of going back out and hooking up with guys once again. I mean, I want to, but I just don't know how I feel about everything that's happened and how long it's been. And I just don't know where my mind sits with that. And will I ever get back there? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Girl, we all have been hooking up with guys again for quite a while now. Where the actual fuck have you been? <laughs> Lindy said, I can't wait to take all the masks that have accrued in my home and throw all of them out. Mark says, I can't wait to blow all of the dust away from my leather pieces. I'm ready to get back into that festival life once again. Sergio says, traveling, although I've already started since I just got back from Hawaii. But also, I can't wait to get back down to Disneyland once again in September. And I also put meeting new boys on a high list of prioritizing our new 
life. Bobby said, my mind wants to know, was there anyone during this whole COVID thing that actually had sex with a mask on? <laughs> Good question. I most certainly did not, just for the record, Bobby. However, I mean, I've worn masks during sex, just not COVID-related mask coverings. Jonathan says, happy pride. <laughs> I think this one's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Ted says, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you remember what it's like to show up to a guy's place and feel that little fluttery, nervous feeling in your stomach? Because it's been so long since I've done just that, that I don't think I'm going to be able to have that feeling once again, it's almost as if I'm hooking up with my very first guy on Grindr for the very first time. Do you feel the same way? <laughs> uh, well, no, because to be honest with you, I've been having sex with boyfriend and or trusted friends with benefits the whole time. <laughs> but I, I mean, I guess I kind of see your point. I think. <laughs> Caleb said, now that we're approaching Pride Weekend, I can't wait to go fuck it up in the club again. Robert said, stay home. <laughs> this is the boyfriend and he once again is trying to give me an answer that is most likely exactly the opposite of what he'd actually respond with. That is the dynamic of our relationship, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Ben says, I can't wait to get back into the routine of things that I once did before all of this pandemic bullshit occurred and renew my membership card to Steamworks and show up at least twice a week once again. <laughs> and Steamworks, ladies and gentlemen, for those not in the know, is our local Bay Area gay bathhouse. And I'm pretty sure you can use your imagination if you don't know what exactly happens in a gay bathhouse. Dennis said, because I came out so late in life, once I got kind of used to all of my new gay friends and my new gay life going out and just living my new gay life, I learned that instead of shaking hands, like I once knew in the straight world, Everybody greets each other with a big old hug and a kiss on the side of the cheek. And now, now that we're in this whole post-pandemic way of living, I'm kind of wondering if that will ever be a way that we greet once again. This is actually a really good question because this is real. Like, this is how we, like, all greet each other. Big old hug, big old kiss on the cheek, whatever. And I kind of am so over this whole, like fucking like what is that where you, you elbow bump fuck this goddamn straight guy elbow bump bullshit over it james said it's gonna be interesting to see how we all maneuver through life moving forward i feel like this whole pandemic situation has really brought a germaphobic mindset to my life. Whereas once before, I never was that way ever. But now, now I have to wipe down all 
of the gym equipment even more than I normally otherwise would. Jeremy said, on this note, I actually went into the grocery store without a mask on purpose, basically just to say that I was actually in a grocery store unmasked, since that's something that we haven't been able to do for a while now. But it didn't feel right. There was part of me that walked around that grocery store and just felt a little uneasy. Marco says, one of the things I can't wait to start doing once again is going out on the weekends and picking up on innocent little boys. <laughs> you know, this could be translated in a very pedophilistic way. I know what kind of guys you're into, so I know it's not pedophilia. However, you better watch the way you phrase things, girl. <laughs> Jesse says, I can't wait to go back to concerts. I'm so excited that drag queens and artists are now going back on tour. Josh says, re-familiarizing myself with having actual physical sex with an actual physical person. Matthew says, I miss museums. Porter says, I used to go to a restaurant and sit at the bar and have a few drinks a couple of times a week and work on some work-related stuff. And I really miss that because that was part of my regular routine. And I'm so anxious and eager to revisit this specific restaurant and sit at that bar and do work once again. This is kind of crazy because I used to do this exact same thing. And to be honest with you, it's this restaurant in the Castro called Harvey's. And I used to go in there all the time, like to a place where the bartenders just knew me and they would actually just like I would order a beer or sometimes just come and sit down and they would just put a beer in front of me. And I literally would order one beer and have like seven and then only get charged for like two. <laughs> That's how often I went in. But I really do miss that whole dynamic. And I haven't been to Harvey's since the pandemic hit. It's been a long time. So I'm anxious and eager to potentially get that routine back in my life too, once again. Peter says, speaking of which, I tried to go out the other night and it was so packed in every single bar and it literally was like a Thursday. And to be honest with you, I don't really think I'm going to make any more attempts to go out to a bar until it calms down because I feel like everybody just wants to go out so bad because we've gone without for so long. However, it is nice to basically go out, grab a drink, and just hang out with some friends at a bar like we once did long ago. Aaron says, now that we're back to the way that everything was before all of this bullshit happened, it's time for hookup culture to get a revamp. In other words, we haven't been doing it for so long, and there are those that still have been doing it the whole time, and by the way, fuck them. But now that it's safe, I think we all have to get back into the groove of grinder, scruff, jacked, and any and all hookup-related app in between. Omar says, I have a crippling fear of severe change. 
So you can imagine that when lockdown happened, I was not doing well. It took me a really long time to adapt. And once I finally got used to the way things were, now we're fucking open again. And now I have to readapt my life to a place where it was before this, except I don't really even remember what that was. And I'm struggling so bad to look around and see all these unmasked people everywhere. Anthony said, thank God we can go back to the gym once again. No more lame at-home workout routines that just really don't feel motivating or even accomplish anything. Back to hitting the weights with no mask. Jeff says, well, I was really hoping for a pride festivity of some sort this year. I hear things are happening all over the city, but... I really hope that we can actually have a pride parade next year because we've really missed that for the last two years. Kyle says, travel, travel, travel. I miss traveling so much. I want to shove like eight trips into one year. And if I could, I 100% would. This is actually kind of funny. I have two specific friends. <laughs> who have basically been posting nonstop in a different place, like legitimately like every single fucking day since they got their second vaccinations. The other day I actually reached out to one of them via text and I was like, bitch, are you ever fucking in San Francisco? God, I'm so jealous to be honest. Michael number two said, if I don't start having sex with random guys soon, I'm going to forget what it's like to actually have sex. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is actually a repetitive theme for the question this week. <laughs> well, it's kind of nice to know that at least I'm not the only one that's just feeling a little bit apprehensive about this whole like fully open to the world mindset. So, I mean, also, funny note, I love how so many people, like, think that they don't know how to have sex or hook up randomly anymore. Let me explain it to you right here, right now. When a boy and a boy fall in love, or just so happen to tap one another on Grindr, or send over a DM full of dick pics, and ask them to come over and buck. Basically, you go over you put your dick in their ass. And by the way, this will feel very, very good for both parties involved. <laughs> Just a little refresher, a little history lesson, and what you can expect now that we're open to the world moving forward. <laughs> Just for those who forgot. And if you didn't hear your answer read this week, don't worry. Just keep listening and watching, basically, all of the things that I post on social media, specifically Instagram, at exposing my gay. And just as a side note, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And with that, now that we've gotten your gay expose this week, now let's get my gay expose that just so happens to have an open wide undertone. Now, I don't know about you or how you feel 
about all of this reopening shit. But as far as me and my mindset, I'm having a really tough time, I guess, fully embracing or fully swinging open those doors wide to the world when it comes to reopening our lives and watching everything just suddenly reopen with no restrictions, no safety precautions, no tears, no anything. In fact, I think, and I'm, I hope I'm not misquoting here, but I'm pretty confident that the only thing in the city of San Francisco that requires a mask indoors still, aside from privately owned businesses who make those own decisions for themselves, are basically like public transportation situations. So like the subway, buses, lifts, things of that nature. Those are really the only thing that's basically requiring a face covering. I mean, I walk down Castro Street and see packed full restaurants, no masks, packed full gyms, no masks. I mean, everything is open and I'm sitting here kind of like, I, I just don't know what to do with it. In my ritualistic day, I basically, in order to get to work specifically, I have to walk a few blocks to a bus and then the bus drops me off about five or six blocks from my office. So I have a little time to kind of, you know, take my time on my commute to work, listen to podcasts and things of that nature and just kind of ease into my day, so to speak. But what I've been trying to actually do on the walking portion of this specific traveling situation is kind of try and get myself in the habit of taking my mask off when I'm out in the open. And I have to say, I'm having a really tough time. I kind of feel like I'm walking out into the world fully naked. And I'm kind of scared that I might actually find myself getting to a place that I become so comfortable walking outside unmasked that I might go through the motions of actually forgetting to bring a mask with me. I mean, that's kind of the level we're at here. But when I walk down the streets, even if I'm on my daily runs around the city or just walking back and forth to my boyfriend's house or whatever, the basic common thing that I'm now seeing amongst individuals is basically them walking fully unmasked in groups. And everyone almost always has like their mask like on their wrists. So in other words, they put it on when they need to, if they need to, and pretty much just keep it on them. And this is basically our new way of living. And it's just really hard. I don't think my brain's fully embraced. I am still a little skeptical. I am still a little apprehensive. And I am still a little nervous to fully unmask. Kind of a funny situation occurred. My specific business actually still requires masks to be worn. So literally no joke, like the day after the 15th, like I had like five or six different clients walk in full on completely unmasked. And we have like clings on the doors of our facility, basically still requiring that masks be worn. And so our, our bosses are basically very adamant about 
making sure that everybody is still wearing a mask. I kind of feel like we're in an industry where we kind of have to wear a mask. And without getting too specific on what it is, it basically makes it so that if this client wants to walk in and take advantage of our services, we don't know how they feel in regards to mask wearing and things of that nature. So it's kind of reckless for us as a company and the employees that are employed by this company to just assume that it's okay to be fully unmasked until we actually get the red flag from our superiors. And to be honest, I'm not quite, I mean, they're very careful about following like CDC guidelines and some of the other corporate entities that dictate safety protocols. But I don't really understand why people just assume that they can just walk in and it's all over. Just like that, just like the flip of a switch and everything's back to normal. To me, that, that I think that's the hard truth that I'm trying to kind of come to terms with. It's like, we've spent a year and a half of our lives getting into this habit of wearing our masks and being safe over drying out our hands with too much hand sanitizer and just basically adapting our lives to this new way of living. And just as we've gotten cozy and comfortable in our little post-vaccinated world where everything is starting to now basically just 100% open, I just, I don't know. I think when we when California tried to open once before, I think, you know, and then the case numbers just continued to spike. I think that's what's kind of making me not just jump all in and dive all in and be all, you know, in for this no, this like new notion of opening once again to the world. And, you know, I do really want to get back to that place where we can not even care, not even think about it. And to be honest with you, not have to worry about ridiculous wealthy clients walking in thinking they can do whatever they want because they're going to buy from us. I just am ready for all of that shit to be laid to rest. However, <laughs> that totally doesn't take away from all the shit that I am now seeing on social media. So I'm pretty busy just in general. I work full time. I have like at least six side projects going on that doesn't even include what I'm doing with this specific show. And I'm just a very busy boy. And basically this was perfect for me in regards to like this whole lockdown situation because we really couldn't go anywhere or do anything. And so basically I just threw myself into my projects and my work. But now that things are starting to reopen once again, and I'm literally looking at social media and watching everybody posting on their stories and just packed bars, unmasked. It's just, oh, my mind wants to be in that moment with them and celebrate with them. But there's just something that just won't let me go out and hang out with a group of friends at Bo when it's packed on like a Friday night. Here's the funny thing. So rumor has it around the city that basically restaurants and bars are like experiencing like the highest numbers in regards to like their sales and things of that nature. And honestly, it kind of makes sense because I feel 
like our entire society and our entire city basically has just been cooped up for so long that we are just dying to get out and get back to normal. <laughs> it's just so crazy to see. I had a friend reach out to me, I guess Bo, one of our clubs, which if you live in the area, you know why I'm kind of rolling my eyes right now, basically is doing their like what they're calling a grand re-grand opening or some shit like that. They've been open for a while, but I guess they're like fully like doors swinging open, open to the world. And I mean, I had so many friends post on their Instagram stories how fun it looked, how packed it looked. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody was dancing. There were drag queens performing, go-go boys dancing. It was just like everything that I remembered that once was. And I actually have been kind of sick over the course of the past few weeks. Got a bad bout with strep throat, so that's been fun. Also been fun for recording because my voice has been cracking just a little bit more often than the norm. <laughs> but like, so I haven't really indulged with a night out just yet, but I am just so ready to get back out there and socialize and just watching people posting all of their trips, all of their stories, all of their packed bar situations, all of their clubs and so many people that I know are going to Vegas right now and that club Piranha is like packed full of all the drag queens that we know. And I mean, I am just so ready, so ready to get back to the way things once were and just let my hair down and let loose for fuck's sake. Oh, I need a vacation from all of this fucking quarantine slash pandemic slash COVID bullshit. Don't you? And as we segue into San Francisco Pride Weekend, as I sit here right now, I'm sitting in the week leading up to SF Pride Weekend, even though this episode's most likely going to air the week following. We're vastly approaching that beloved weekend. We're actually not doing anything specific this year in regards to like the parade. You know, kind of like most of the country, we're not doing anything public. I think for safety reasons, I think everybody's just, I guess, kind of thinking like I am in my mind. It's too risky. It's too soon. And to be honest with you, that's where my mind is right now. And even though we're segueing into that weekend, and that is my favorite time of the year, and we're actually not doing anything specific, there are events that are happening all over the city. And actually, it's sort of funny. A lot of my friends are like, this is the first year we're actually all texting each other back and forth like, hey, so what are you doing? Hey, so what are you doing? Hey, so what are your plans? Hey, what are like, I think we're all kind of in hopes to like hop on to somebody else's plans because there's really nothing like fully planned. You know, there's rumors that, um, you know, obviously all the bars are going to be fully opened to the world for that Pride weekend and probably full and messy and probably a little bit more present in regards to the fact that, you know, nobody's actually been out doing anything for so long. I think we're all just trying to find any reason to be out, to be honest. But 
The rumor is that they're having all kinds of circuit parties all over the city, but they're actually saying that they're not only asking for fully vaccinated CDC cards in these circuit parties, but they're also making people sign these disclosure forms saying that if like for any reason at any of these parties, there's any sort of like COVID related outbreak that you basically, when you go into the party, you acknowledge that you won't hold the company who's throwing said party liable for this outbreak. So, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Is it too soon? I mean, I mean, listen, I want to go out and party just as much as the next person does, but like, I just can't fully like embrace all of this. It's just, it's too sudden. I, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> on that note, happy pride. <laughs> Hope everybody has a safe pride weekend. Ugh. Also, I'm a Virgo, so that's kind of a factor. So you might be asking yourself, why are you being so weird? Just go out, just go enjoy, just do your thing and live your life and have a good time. And you know, <laughs> honestly, I will. I eventually will get there. But we as Virgos have a really tough time adapting and adjusting and accepting new routines and ways of life, basically. So this sudden burst into, you know, well, we're open. Woo! The whole world's finally open. It just kind of doesn't sit well. There's always something in the back of my mind that makes me think that if you get in the wrong situation, you could still get it. I still run with a mask around my chin and any time that I'm out and about and I get in like a close tight-knit area where there's a lot of people around, I immediately put it over my face, even still. And there still are people here who are doing the same things. And I think the fact that I'm still masking in the office is kind of playing a role in where my mind is as well. But I just have to come to terms with the fact that we are moving forward and I'm glad and I'm thankful and I'm grateful and things are just changing all around us. No more lines, no more waiting like 25 to 30 minutes outside the grocery store just to get one block of cheddar cheese. No more like making appointments to go to the gym. That's all nothing but a fond and distant memory. The showers are open, the saunas are open. Life as we know is basically open in San Francisco. And I haven't had the opportunity to kind of venture out and sort of explore yet what this new open state of mind is. I have walked down several of the super busy streets where a lot of the restaurants, clubs, and bars reside and have seen packed crowds. But again, like I said, I haven't been feeling well the last week or so, and I'm finally feeling better. But like, I am so eager to go out and maybe just have a night out where I solidify the fact that I am so fucking ready to go out. And I do feel like once I do actually have like my first night out or whatever, maybe then my mind will fully embrace the newly opened state of mind. So open wide because San Francisco is fully open to the world.
And I don't know where you live and I don't know what the situation is in regards to you reopening, unmasking, restrictions, etc. But just get vaccinated, be careful, and make sure that you're happy, healthy, and safe and enjoy any of your newly reopened bullshit as you see fit. And as we sit here, right here in this moment, it just so happens to be San Francisco Pride Weekend. And so, to be honest, what better way to actually venture out and do my very first night out on Pride Weekend? The timing just couldn't be better, to be quite honest. So, San Francisco is open wide to the world, and I'm going to go get my fucking pride on and I'll let you know exactly how all of that messy and horrible decision making process occurs within the weekend. We have some friends coming into town. God only knows what we're going to get into and it should just be a good time. So by the time this episode actually airs, my whole mindset might not even be in the same way anymore. I might actually be fully embracing that open wide shit open wide san francisco because here i come ready or not so what do we learn today boys and girls ladies and gentlemen gays and straights tops or bottoms transgender and questioning we learned a whole hell of a lot, I'd like to think. We learned that the city of San Francisco is opening their doors wide. And I'm pretty confident that the entire state of California has been waiting so long and is so eager to get out and get all of the shit back to normal. And I don't know where you live and I don't know if you're fully open to the world yet, but once you do, make sure that you take that mask off let loose and have a good time. And if you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, there's still time. Go out and get the vaccine. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and turn on those notifications so that you can catch each and every episode of my Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram at ExposingMyGay. And don't forget to check out my website, which includes my blog, A Gay in the Life of Ronnie, as well as all of my written work at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, Ronnie Washburn, exposing my gay. And I will see you and unmask myself with you next time.